you're told you can't do it. You don't have enough money. You don't have enough experience. You don't have enough size. You're too small. You just don't have the skills or the talent. And then you win. Not just win, win at a national championship level. Lonnie Allen, athletic director at Tiffin University, talks about how success breeds success. Next. This is a dash of grit. Recipes for success from courageous leaders who overcome challenges and build great things. Now, podcasting from Spire to leaders in local communities like yours, here is Brian Leflock. So let's get cooking. Now, there may be no higher calling than doing what's best for kids. I truly do believe that. And when you add on a focus of athletic achievement and success for those kids trying to accomplish those goals, well, in my book, that is the definition of success. My guest today embodies that definition. He is the athletic director at Tiffin University, Lonnie Allen. You're going to love meeting Lonnie and his, uh, his uh, positive attitude on all great things and everything that has to do with kids. And we're going to meet him now on a dash of grid. Thank you, Lonnie, for being our guest. Thanks, Brian. I enjoy being here. I'm really glad that you're here. And, and before we get into, you know, this show is a lot about struggles and trials and hurdles. And there's all kinds of that that goes into the life of a, of a student athlete and, and probably even in, in your job and your office as well. But before we talk about the hard times, let's talk about success. Tell me some great things that are happening, perhaps in the athletic program at Tiffin University, great things that are happening for Lonnie Allen. What's great for you, Lonnie? I get to come to work every day still, right? Yeah, buddy. You know, this, this whole pandemic that we have and, and how it's shocked the entire world has been, I mean, it's been really frightening for a lot of people. And, you know, to be able to still be able to come into work and, and love what you do, you know, it's truly uh, an awesome, awesome day every day that I get to do that. Yeah, that's for sure. And, and when you get to do that, you've got certain goals and you've got accomplishments that you need to to do. And I know one of them is is driving success for the athletic program. Another is, though, driving success for the individual athletes. You and I were talking off air a while back about the level of success that Tiffin University has had in generating these excellent student athletes. Can you give us a little bit of a highlight or a rundown on on how great things are there right now? So, you know, I think those two kind of go hand in hand, right? You know, the success is built on how people perceive themselves. You know, if our student athletes are being successful in the classroom and on their playing arena, we think that we're going to help them be successful with how they perceive themselves as well. Now, I mean, you, you've seen it come throughout the years. You know, we have been division two for 14 years and we made that jump. And when we made that jump, we got into the GLIAC, which has a lot of uh, the state schools from Michigan and wasn't ready for that. Kind of got our brains kicked in for a while, but slowly we understood what the, what the learning curve was and where the bar was set and, and, and have, have gotten there. And so that process has been amazing to watch. And every year there's, there's, uh, a thing called the Learfield Directors Cup, and that's how we measure ourselves versus other Division II institutions. And last year, we finished 25th in the nation. Out of how many, Lonnie? 320. Yeah, well done. Okay. And think about that. I mean, we're sitting here on a campus, and this fall, we're going to have about 1,350 students on campus. You know, we're competing against schools that have 25, 30,000 students on their campus. So, no, I mean, our, our kids, they walk around with a lot of pride. They, they understand that uh, they're elite. 
and it's it's awesome to to see them, you know, with those chests out and and just they're 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 doing it. Now, Lonnie, you were a part of the program when it switched and jumped up to Division Two, correct? And so you yes. saw that transfer. Let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about you know your success now. But then it was really hard. And you mentioned that. What was the hardest part about making that transition? And what did you have to do to kind of get over some of those hurdles? What what even were those hurdles that were happening from the jump? Well, you know, we were in AI for years. And uh, when we were in AI, it was all about being with schools that were like us, all small private institutions. And we decided we're going to make the jump to Division Two, And the only Division Two conference in this area that had room for us was the GLIAC, the Great Lakes Intercollegiate Athletic Conference. And you got Grand Valley State. Grand Valley mm-hmm. State's the, the best Division II institution in the country, bar none. Yep. Okay, they have 26,000 students. Wayne State, which is in downtown Detroit, has 30,000 students. So that's the conference that we got in. Mm-hmm. But what happened is we get in the conference and then the very first year, we get the GLIAC financials. And so we get to compare oranges to oranges and apples to apples, and it's not. It's apples to grapefruits. What do you mean by the GLIAC financials? What does that mean? Scholarship budget is for Grand Valley, operating uh, budget, coaches' salaries. So they've all, got all money those. and you don't. Boom. Okay. Gotcha. So when we got into the league, we were we were we were at the bottom. And and fortunately we had a president at that time that was very competitive. And, uh, and had a, a great vision of what he wanted to see with the institution and athletics and, uh, and got us into probably about a 35 to 40th percentile, but enough so we could compete. And I have an amazing staff. They go out and they fundraise on top of those things. And then we, we just start, we start biting and clawing and scratching and, and you start seeing this. And our, our last year in the GLIAC, we were we were third in the President's Cup before we went into the GMAC. So we finished behind Grand Valley and Ashland in, in the uh, all-sports trophy. Fantastic. And, and how long did it take you from the time you jumped in and started realizing what kind of a hole you were in until you started to generate that kind of traction? Maybe not perfect success, but actually able to generate a, a little bit of success on your side. That was the awesome part. It was a process. It wasn't like, boom, here we go. And then you're there. Right. It was it was a gradual. You know, we were ninth, we were ninth and we were sixth and then we were fifth and then we were fifth and then we were fourth. And then what happened is then men's track and field won a national championship in indoor track, mm-hmm. right? For Tiffin. And that and for Tiffin. Yep. And that changed everything. So anybody that sat here and said, we can't do that at Tiffin, you can't do that. Well, you can. And so when that happened, you just saw, you just saw all these light bulbs going off and it, and it was not just the track kids. It was the football kids. It was the baseball kids, women's basketball, women's tennis. They're like, we can win. We, we can win it all. Mm-hmm. We can win it all. And, and then you start, you just started seeing this momentum and, and, and that's what people believe now. They just believe in, and th- those are the goals. And, and that's, that's been really, really cool to watch. So success breeds that success and you Absol- were able to see everybody absolutely. jump on. Absolutely. What challenges did that create? So now all of a sudden these students want that success and want to be able to do those things. And now you've got demands, I imagine, in all kinds of different ways. And maybe new students wanted to come in. What challenges did that success create for you? I wouldn't say it was challenges. It was like I'm in awe of what's happened on our campus. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we went from having 
you know, 650 students here for athletics. Now we have over 900 students here for athletics, right? Wow. And you start seeing the, these, these gains and gains and, you know, they're, the students, they're going out and they're, they're doing the fundraising. They understand they need to do a little bit extra if they want these things and, and stuff like that. It, it, I mean, it's all-encompassing. It's, it's teaching a work ethic like these kids may not have had. Mm. And, um, and it's not just about what they're doing on the field. It's what they're doing in the classroom, what we're doing in the community with community service projects and stuff like that. It's kind of uh, giving your whole self. And so, so I'm interested now we've got a success culture and it's breeding more and more and it's breeding more and more demands and, and student expectations. Let's talk about you for a second. You came from the, the smaller division, stepped up, ran into money issues. Now it's time for you to level up, isn't it? It's if they're, these students are expecting more for themselves, you need to kind of provide those avenues. Would that be right? And so no. what would the challenges be for you at that point of things that you had to do to be able to provide those opportunities to these kids that were just screaming for it? No, I mean, that, that's the thing, right? That's the thing. Can't go backwards. Hmm. Can't, you know, we, we, you know, we're going and we're going, we're going and we're going and we're going and we can't go backwards and expectations are high. Right. Every, every time that a student athlete steps on the field, steps on campus, expectations are high. Mm-hmm. And that's where, you know, you ask me what the challenges are. That's the challenge is how can we create that atmosphere where those expectations can be met? Because that's what they want. When, when, when you're a, a high school student, right, you're a high school kid and you have a dream of playing college sports, you have a vision on what that what that experience looks like. We want to try to exceed that that vision. Yeah. When that kid comes to Tiffin University, if we can do that, I mean, just think about how that momentum can go. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and so since I'm going to ask you a tough question, Lonnie, if you don't mind, I'm wondering. You and I talked before about how important it is that these kids succeed. I'm wondering if there was ever a time while you were leveling up and bringing more and more and more that you looked back on what you did and looked back at a kid's experience and said, you know, doggone it. I could have done this or I should have done that or I've learned now next to do that. Can you remember maybe even one time specifically when that hits you hard? All the time. I mean, all the time. So what, what happens is when you have a child that goes and plays for another coach, you realize how your child is being treated that you could have done it better. Yeah. Right. So you know, you, you sit there and you're like, and you always think, and, and you see that instance where you're like, I did that. My daughter just got done the same way that I did little Johnny, little mm-hmm. Timmy. And, you know, and, and there's been times where I reached out to them and said, hey, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, you, and, and sometimes you try to make amends on, on some of the mistakes that you made. And there's not a coach, that's, there's nobody that's ever been perfect, right? But no, you, you, once your child goes and plays for somebody else, you really start seeing what kind of coach were you when you coached? Yeah, yeah. And what kind of things do you do when you realize those things, you start to look at yourself that way? What kind of things do you do when you're looking at yourself to say, this is what I've got to do moving forward? Is there anything one that you do? And is but for me now, I mean, I coach the coaches, right? Yeah. You know, you're the director of athletics. So part of your role is to mentor your staff, right? And so there's often times where I will sit down with the coach. I don't micromanage, 
I try to give them insight on things that, hey, you might want to look at something this way. Mm-hmm. And because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, this is this is not about it's really not about wins and losses. Mm-hmm. It's about the experience that that student athlete is getting. Wins and losses take care of itself. If everything's going right and the coach knows what they're doing and the discipline's there and the student athletes having a great experience, those wins and losses, they take care of themselves. Yeah. You can't train for championships, right? You've got to train every day to be the best you can. The championship just happens. It, it, when it happens. It, it happens. Everybody peaks, boom. And then on that same day, and then everybody's hitting their marks. And then all of a sudden, boom, we scored more points than the other, the other team. Yeah. And people think it's an overnight success, but it's, it's, it's a lifetime of work. And so when you're talking about success, we know that that is constantly growing. And today we find ourselves in a, in a crazy time in history and especially in education and athletics. So I'm interested now the hurdles that you see moving forward. There's obvious ones, of course, just keeping kids well. Uh, But what, what else are you making sure your eyes on right now to guarantee success now and moving forward for Tiffin and for the athletes that come there? No, I mean, it's, 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 it's really all encompassing because first of all, we have to bring them into the university. Right. And so we're a small university. So like for me, I wear many hats. One of the hats that I wear is I sit on cabinet and we decide how we're going to have classes, how we're going to bring the students in, you know, we're going to bring them in in waves, how we're going to social distance them in the cafeteria and in the weight room and in the classroom buildings in the residence halls. Then we have to, and athletics have to decide how we're going to have practice. Because, you know, you're not having 160 guys out on the field for football practice. You know, we're going to have two different practices and we're going to space them out. We've got three football fields, so we're going to space them out. That whole thing of bringing everybody together like that, until we find some kind of uh, vaccine for that, over. Yeah. And then on top of that is, Okay, when we start having contests, how are we going to host a home contest? Yeah. What kind of fan base are we going to have? How are we going to keep the uh, the opposing team safe and things like that? I mean, it, it, these are the these are the things that you never had to think about before. And now we are. And so we're going to do we're going to do a lot of things right. Okay? And we're going to make some mistakes. Yeah. And but you know, at the end of the day, like for us it's do the best you can in good faith, right? Mm-hmm. And our thing is, is if we can catch one and not have this many people infected, then we've done a great job. Yeah, yeah. Just doing what's best for kids every single moment. and, and Every and- day. That, that's what we do at Tiffin. Very good. Every day. You know, I'm really glad that you shared. I know this is a very busy time for you and you took the time out to talk about the the past struggles and the ones that are coming up and you probably just want to get out there and start dealing with them. But I'm really glad that you took the time to be on the show with us and to share with those who are listening uh, who might be in that same situation, trying to make a plan and trying to make another plan and then a contingency plan on top of that. You know, what would you tell those folks as we close out the show who are, whether they're in schools or medicals or just running a business who are trying to figure this thing out, what would you tell them? you're never going to get it all right. And, and if that, I mean, cause that, that's the thing I think where, where a lot of people struggle is they think that the, the end goal is to be perfect with this whole thing. And you can't, you know, people are, you know, I've heard people say, well, we're, we're not going to have any positive cases on our campus. 
<laughs> yeah, no way. Not not even not that's not even that's not even fathomable, right? right. So the the thing is is just you know, you got to do everything that you do, you got to do for the people that you work with and and for us the students. Yeah. And making sure that because I want mom and dad that are 4 hours away to understand that Tiffin University is doing everything we can to make sure that their child is safe. Perfect. Lonnie, if I, hope are, that, uh, I hope that the schools that my daughters are going to are doing the same thing. Are doing the same thing. It's it's it's, it's an entire culture or community of excellence that really has to prevail here. Here, all educations, all folks talking with kids, they've got to be on the same page. Without a doubt. Lonnie, if there are uh, parents, coaches, athletes, folks that are interested in some of the things you said today, or even in learning more about Tiffin University in general, how would they reach out to you? How would they find you? Email me. You know, I'm I'm easiest to reach at email l allen a l l e n at tiffin.edu. If they uh, type in l allen at tiffin.edu and have any questions for me, I will respond to them. Fantastic. I know you will. You've been very easy to talk to, and I really do appreciate your time on the show. I want to do a quick uh, advertisement for Spire, if you don't mind, and uh, and then we'll let you roll. A Dash of Grid is brought to you from all of us here at Spire. We create digital marketing campaigns and website platforms that drive success for your business and organization. We do add that grit. And so if you need brand awareness, customer communication, lead generation, that's what we strive for. We measure it with data that drives results. You can learn more about us at SpireAd.com. Dot com. If you click on the contact sales button, I will answer. I am Brian Leffelock, Director of Sales at Spire Advertising. Thank you to Lonnie Allen, Athletic Director at Tiffin University. This has been a dash of grit. It's an acquired taste in your recipe for success. Thank you for listening. We'll do it again. This is a dash of grit. Recipes for success from courageous leaders who overcome challenges and build great things.